Pay Ratties. We love delivering you fresh, hot piping trash directly to your ears every single week, but we need your help. Yeah, with the cost of living crisis, a lack of advertisers wanting to support a podcast serving this much c- and probably future defamation lawsuits on the horizon, we need your financial support. If you're in a position to, please join our Patreon or buy some merch to keep rats in the gutter alive and festering. Yeah, festering. Please. (laughs) We're desperate. (laughs) Buy some merch! (laughs) Hello, our stunning little listeners. Uh, We've got a very sexy, slay, gorgini announcement. Uh, Rats in the Gutter will be coming at you live, Tamaki Makoto, Auckland, New Zealand, as part of Podfest on the 16th of February at Q Theatre in the Rangatira. And girl, we got a lot of seats to fill, so please book your tickies. Can't wait to see you there. Bye. What's today? It's Friday. It is Friday. Friday. And we're exactly one week away from our Podfest well, live, show. Live, live. fucking live, bitch. Exactly one week away from being charged with indecent exposure. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like... Did you see one of the emails? They were like, I wonder if the girls are going to do anything theatrical. And I was like, yeah, well, imagine if they... We've sus- got a visual aid. We've got, We've a, got visual a visual aid. aid. But my dream... I'm not talking about your minge. We'll show that be a star feature. Wow, we're only three seconds in. That's a real... Um, <laughs> Did I say minge? Sorry, I meant old moat. <laughs> old moat? The old cider? Mutt. Yeah, well, though you're not asleep. <laughs> Maybe it's fermented. No jokes. I'm over <laughs> it. <laughs> that needs to stop. <laughs> I'm absolutely over it. Some light misogynistic fanny jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Let me ease in <laughs> For fuck's sake My dream for the live Is to start like Lady Gaga Super Bowl And be, and just sort of Be descended from the roof Minge first Yeah <laughs> <laughs> That has got to go <laughs> uh, What the fuck's Gaga up to at the moment Is she recording new music Well she just finished um, What's it called Harley the fucking Oh Harley Quinn Harley Quinn Oh yeah for the um, uh, Folie du Bougier Or Folie du du Bougier Whatever it's called A Folie du A Folie du Oh yeah yeah. I'm thinking Folie du Bougier That that, um, that Parisian Like Can Can Girl Nightclub Is what I'm thinking of And there's like a movie With Isabelle Huppert No Folie du Yeah I love Isabelle Huppert Yeah me too She's fucking great Um, Especially at the end Of The Piano Teacher Where she just sort of You know takes a little Pocket knife out of her purse And slices her own heart and so she comes suey. It's, it's very novel approach. It's really poetic. To the suey. It's yeah. actually poetic suey. Yeah, real poetic suey. Real, <laughs> real poetic suey. It's kind of wow. like a, it is really a French sepico, isn't it? Oh, it's so French. It's oh. a French sepico, just to yeah. carve out one's own heart. How did he kill himself? Oh, very French. It was very, very French. French. Yeah, <laughs> was very French. Bashed over the head with a baguette. <laughs> Style. <laughs> Real, I know it's Italian, isn't it? Yeah, Style that's Italian. Yeah, that's yeah. Italian. Their entire cuisine. Yeah, yeah Style bread. <laughs> Style bread. Fuck you, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to go on holiday at least so bad. Uh, the last time I went, it was like uh, they were in the middle of a fucking heat wave and it was like 42 degrees and uh, I didn't do well. Yeah. I got four, four, I'd walk five metres and get a massive heat rash between my thighs. That's disgusting. Oh, you, you've got to get You've got to get chub rub. What the fuck is chub rub? It's like a little stick and you can put it You're on. You're only fans. Is it chub, <laughs> chub, chub rub? Chub rub. If you're mean to me one more time, I'm stopping the recording. <laughs> I'm deadly serious. I'm, I'm so over it today. Chub rub. Is that real? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, a, it's like a stick to stop you chafing. <laughs> chub rub. Chub rub. <laughs> chub rub. It's a summer essential for the girls. <laughs> Chub rub. Um, I actually would love some chub rub. Right now. <laughs> if chub rub are listening to this, 
I'm <laughs> open to sponsorship. Sponsor. <laughs> and on that note, brought to you by Chubrub and Lard. <laughs> I'm Johanna Cosgrove. And I'm Sandra Gatti. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Rats, Rats in the Gutter. Still softener and a, a summer essential. <laughs> I can't believe it's still summer. Oh, I'm so fucking over it. I'm exhausted. Oh, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm baking like a lizard. Mm-mm-mm. Baking like a lizard. I know. <laughs> yeah, baking like a lizard. Recently joined the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. Baking like a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pizza gate. Uh, oh my gosh, pardon me. Sorry, I just had half a pack of, pack of crackers and all that coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's like a cyclonic vortex happening those, in my stomach. Those crackers actually look really good. Yeah, better replace them than my flatmates. Oh. Bugger. Bugger. <laughs> I know. I ate my flatmates. I <laughs> I just ate an entire thing of salami the other day and had to replace that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Shakoderu is my weakness. It was for Kirks. Know. It was for Kirks. Oh, for Kirks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The Kirks salami. It's, Kirks. it's Dutch salami. Oh, what am I to do? The Kirks. Dutch because that made me think of like Afrikaans, like the, the pronunciation of it, the Kirks. Because like white South Africa is like Dutch, isn't it? Is that yes. Like, yeah, it's real well, Dutch. South Africa was colonized by the Dutch. Oh, dear to dream. <laughs> I know, South Africa and Java. Sorry. I saw something on Twitter recently, which is probably not legit because what on Twitter is legit. Um, and it was <laughs> <laughs> something. Much like this podcast, not yeah, legit. Not legit, not legit. Um, something about like some guy that's probably going to be elected as the next leader in South Africa, prime minister, president, king, I don't know, chancellor, whatever they fucking have, who gives a shit. Um, <laughs> chancellor, Lord Baron. Yeah, yeah Baron, Baron. <laughs> oh, here comes the Duke. That's not the African Duke. <laughs> Is that a Viscount I smell? It's like a black dude who's basically inciting genocide against the whites. Really? Yeah, it's not all good, eh? It's not all good. Uh, yeah. I can't, as a white person, I can't really speak on that. I think you can. <laughs> you know, I think you well, can. Well, genocide overall, no, no. No, absolutely no, not. No, no, like, no. You know, uh, black, white, yellow, red, who cares? Like, a genocide is a genocide. I mean, like, <laughs> that's like that. Somebody's calling for the death of a, of a whole people. Like, it's. It's, it's got to stop. It does cross the line. Even if you're pink and purple. <laughs> pink, pink and purple. Pink and purple. What nation are you alluding to specifically there? Don't answer that question. <laughs> Barney the dinosaur and oh, his elk. Okay, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> totally. Um, totally. How are you? I haven't even. I've barely seen you this week. I'm good. I'm just sitting here doing my work, having like fuck, fucking fuck off fever dreams in this goddamn humidity. I'm so sick of being pursued by horny reptilians in my dreams. That's not like family on a Friday <laughs> you night. You could just tell. Like, you could just tell me to my face. <laughs> <laughs> horny reptilian. Horny reptilian. A memoir. Hornish. Hornish reptilian. Oh. No, I'm good. I'm really good. I rewatched that Aviator last night. My favorite Martin Scorsese movie. I love it so much. Um, it's a lot rapier than I remember because he's like at one point sort of paying to have this fifteen-year-old girlfriend. It's like a stage girlfriend, but he's he obviously does fuck her and stuff. Um, <laughs> he obviously like does fuck her. And yeah, stuff. totally fucks her. Yeah, um, but I just I when I first watched it when I was like a teenager, I guess that whole sort of indictment of his behavior and then. By proxy, behavior that was sort of stock standard in Hollywood at large at that time. Mm. That indictment just sort of like flew right over my head. Oh, but you, in hindsight, oh, Martin Scorsese is a moralist, you know? He's a moralist. You're like, it's basically like an ode to me too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And me also. Well, considering Harvey Weinstein is one of the producers, you know, a bit of a mirror. 
Bit of a mirror. Yeah, bit of a mirror. Yeah, a bit of a mirror. Sorry, Javi. Hee hee hee. Obviously, the mirror needed a wash. Maybe the a mirror, bit of chab rub. Oh, the mirror needed some chab rub. Some chab rub. Some chab rub. What about you? How have you been? I feel so. I feel crazy town. I feel crazy cuckoo, lala, kachuchi. Um, yeah, you I have, speaking in tongues. Yeah, so, I'm speaking you know. it in gobbledygook. Yeah. I have been walking up Mount Eden, which I've really enjoyed. Oh, that's nice. And. Basically, I'm just I'm taking my high, I'm taking high delusion to yeah, Melbourne so for the exciting. comedy festival, which is fucking exciting. Really but exciting. I d- obviously, I don't have a producer; she's self-produced, so it is an unbelievable amount I of stress and work. Because I have the luxury of producer at the moment, and the, the amount of work that they've done, we haven't even started production yet. It's incredible. Yeah, you know, like imagine that. I'm t- getting paid to just sort of you know vanish into my own navel and do some dreaming and visioning, and you well, know, don't rub it in. And then bring- <laughs> Don't chub rub it in. Don't chub. <laughs> do not chub rub it in. Do, do not, not chub, chub rub, rub it in. Um, and it's amazing. Like that, but that should that is work in, in and of itself, you know. But it's work that I love and it's work that I want to do. I can't imagine having to just fucking have my time and energy split between that and then the fuck around minutia of actually producing. Yeah, and imagine that times too, because it's also the New Zealand, which I can't. I'm not actually supposed to say anything. There's another. <laughs> There's another show that I'm also in the works, so it's twice. It's double the production. Yeah. It's double the production, double the deadlines, and mm. um, none of the money. <laughs> none of the money. <laughs> yeah, that's the real killer, isn't it? Yeah, it's the real killer. The killer. I know. I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love gruel, but there's a time and a place, you know? Don't get me wrong. I will live off scripts and <laughs> scripts and scripts. Yeah, I have been kind of on the bones of my ass recently just because I'm sort of waiting for various invoices and I know, we're both waiting for incomings and invoices. So if you're listening to this and you owe us money, pay up, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) We are desperate. We are desperate. Though actually eating less meat has sort of been a little bit cheaper for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Because even, I mean, I generally eat that grey meat from Lim Chow, which is about half the price of the meat that you get from Countdown, you know. But even that's sort of out of my budget at the moment. I know. So it's just sort of, you know, whatever you can forage. A lot of courgettes, you know. I love eating that. What's I'm, loving courge- I'm loving courgettes. Courgettes? I'm loving courgettes at the oh, moment. I love the kitty, you know, because they're like, what, two or three dollars a bag. Yeah, cheap. Yeah, love it in season. Go- love, love it in season. season. Love it in season. S- seasonal produce. That's what Rats in the Gutter is all about. <laughs> Seasonal, biodynamic, ethical, <laughs> sustainable. Eth- we are nothing if not ethical sluts. Yeah. <laughs> this message is brought to you by Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Greta. <laughs> Greta. David Greta. Like David Greta Thunberg, like the mashup. David Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> David Greta Thunberg. Yeah, David Greta hyphen Thunberg. Oh my God, I would actually love to do a bizarre DJ act called David Greta Thunberg. <laughs> they lied to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You they stole my childhood. <laughs> you stole my, stole my. So much out of Future, 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 yeah. future. Gone, gone, gone. <laughs> future gone. They actually sounded great. Thank you. Yeah. If you get sick of self producing, maybe you could just like, you know, cast it all onto a fire and become a DJ. Do you know? Well, do you remember how me. UK Massive. UK Massive. <laughs> me and Dan Corbett Sanders DJed it. Oh, you DJed. We, are you joking? We had a full set, girl. We had costumes. Wasn't it pre recorded? No. Oh. We I told people that. I'm going to take that. I'm amending that now. Girl, it was not pre-recorded. <laughs> okay. It was art. It was absolutely not pre-recorded. <laughs> it was art. But we definitely talked about what tracks we'd wanted to play beforehand. That was oh, our yeah, rehearsal. That's, that's the work. You know? That's the work. That's the work. Babe, it wasn't yeah. pre-recorded. Just unspread that rumor immediately. Oh, consider it done. Oh. <laughs> consider it done. <laughs> but do you know what we um we DJ'd at Soap and we what did we call ourselves? It was like Camille Paglia. <laughs> yes, it was Camille Paglia. And like uh, <laughs> yes. And Dan was wearing that stocking on his face. Dan had a yeah. Dan had a stocking on his face. I had 
insane speedos and then like slicked back here and then we had a sign that said life's not that hard yes that, that's <laughs> fabulous and that's still in the living room which is quite nice i actually remember dan didn't get led into some some bar afterwards because he looked like he just committed a fucking crime that's right well and we he did, was like he it's so hammer, baby. i was like babe you look unhinged you you're giving rob a bank and you do a clown like show snatched murdered and ate three children and you're wondering why you weren't allowed into the bar you look like you've crawled out of some sewer somewhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing tonight oh, i'm gonna go sue in a sewer no don't Suey sewer. you guys stay away from sue sewer <laughs> That's Sui Sua. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. Actually, that night was really. Oh that was actually such a fun night when we DJed at Soap. I loved that. It feels like another life. It was another life. It was another An life. R.I.P. Soap. It was so fun. R.I.P. Soap. Yeah. That's also where we had the launch of our pod. That seven people came. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. I do remember. <laughs> I do recall. I know, but with the brazen confidence being like. We're launching, launching a party. podcast with zero followers. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> I know. We're having a launch party, you guys. <laughs> it's insane. But also, I think really on brand. Um, sure. <laughs> well, and we've sustained a brand of various humiliations and self-effacements. Uh, <laughs> I would never punch down at myself. <laughs> we reap as we sow. <laughs> we reap as we sow. Considering that we're doing a live show that's our second live show ever at the Q Theatre Rangatira 800 Cedar. 800 fucks I, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that said, we're a part of that festival. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. we're expected to bring the crowds, you know? Like, I mean... We are. Or there was that time when I was doing the sh- the High Delusion show mm. in Comedy Fest last year, and then four rabid rats in the gutter fans broke into the theatre. That's just right. Sat in the and, there aisle. Was, and there was violence in the. There was a fight in the car park yeah, afterwards. That's right. That's one of my. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It's just. I know. I've, you've never been so homesick for Auckland. I know. I can't believe I missed that. You. Oh, girl, you would have been right in there. I know. The only fights that happened in a car park in Wellington are, you know, girls fighting over cold chips. It's like. Yeah. Or you know. well. The, I mean, the version of that in Outer Square is sort of seagulls eating the pigeons, which is perfect. Oh, yeah. I've oh, seen, it with, my, I've oh, seen wow. it with my living eyes. It's the most disgusting thing. Yeah, seagulls are rabid, aren't they? My mum used to be terrified of them. Of course, she would run around on her eye and think that they would recognise her, which they probably did, you know. I'm not, you know, insulting the intelligence of a seagull. But then they would, they would sort of like gather on lampposts and wait for her to, to come round and then sort of pounce. So they would. Like they a full Hitchcock vibe. Targeted. You know? Targeted. Yeah, the attacks. yeah. And quite racially charged, I imagine. Well, your mum's white. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. again, genocide against yeah. whites is still genocide. Um, what else has been happening? Oh, God. I did. I got my nails done. I'm sweating like a hog right you now. You are. Yeah. I, I don't often see you sweat this much. I know. It's fucking. It's, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's this polyester shirt I'm wearing. Or the fact that I just had five coffees. You also, five coffees. You're also wearing full trousers. And it's I hate having these headphones on. They make my head really warm. Yeah, my headphones yeah. make my head hot too. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck everything. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I just can't I can't wait to do my show in Melbourne and I can't wait to hopefully sell more than four tickets a night. Well, time will tell. Roll the dice. Roll the damn dice. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. That's the life of a performer, though, isn't it? You know, ups and downs, triumphs and humiliations. Hopefully, less of the latter and more of the former. But but who's to say? You actually do never know what's going to happen next. No, you don't. Which is a beautiful thing. And that's just not just true of clowns like yourself. That's true of life. That's true of life. You know, one day you sort of, you know, 
at a party with various... <laughs> Cancer free next minute? No. <laughs> you know? Next minute you, you're looking up where you can buy white clown face paint. <laughs> well, you're describing your morning. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've got to do this afternoon is buy some clown paint. So you can't just go to like the Save Mart and get like a $3 pot, pottle. You absolutely can do that. But, you, but there's it, a brand that you know and there's love. There's a specific brand that mm. you want to get because it doesn't... It gives the best white base and it doesn't fuck your skin up. What about Fenty Caucasian? <laughs> Fendi it's as white as the Turin Shroud <laughs> Or it's a bit sort of grey actually uh, Yeah and I want mm. I want pure white You want pure white You want Hyman white <laughs> <laughs> Bridal Bridal Hyman white Bridal I want bridal white Yeah <laughs> I want Venetian doll white v- Venetian doll What's a Venetian doll? You know like the um, Sort of like They're the like oh. little porcelain doll vibe. Yes. Oh yeah, I got it. I got yeah. it. I clocked that. And they're often. Oh my elbow. It's like I remember in. Um, whenever I think about Venetian dolls, I always think about that episode of Black Mirror where it's the mother in the Scottish Highlands. Spoiler alert: she's the serial killer, and she has a little kill room, and the son makes a documentary oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, from like the complete, most recent season. Yeah, and yeah. she's got like her little freaky deaky mask on the wall, and yeah, yeah. that's very Venetian. <laughs> totally. So Anywho Yeah so Um What's Oh I've also I watched I've been watching True Detective I watched I'm, I'm over date. it I'm what? over it It's so trash Fuck like, off No you are not I was so excited And it's just kind of like I'm loving it It's really clumsy Like What It's really clumsy And it's <gasps> It's like What do you know, mean It's just It doesn't have the elegance Nothing has the elegance Of season one of no. True Detective But it's like It's it's just too B, and I and B is fine, but it's true detective, you know. Like it definitely is. The most recent episode was schlocky horror. Yeah, that's what it's. The whole thing's degenerated into that, you know. It's like, and I, I, I think that's the gear it's going to stay in until it wraps up. Uh, you know, and I'll keep watching. It, it's fine, but it just it's still not it doesn't have that that the grace the 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 dread you know the suspense of season one because it's a B. You know I love B shit. I know you love B, but I just also feel I I am loving the icy the icy vibes. Oh yeah, that's really cool. And like the people disappear and I am so I am intrigued by the supernatural element. My thirty days of night was scarier, you know, like it's in the eye. Yeah, but that's just vampire yeah, yeah. vampire. And ironically more more artful than the episodes of this new season of True Detective. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that and that's like a no knowing self aware B movie, you know. Interesting. But I love that black actress who was an MMA fighter. I think she's fantastic. Oh, she's fucking Liddy's. I can see. I also feel like I had a glimpse of seeing Jodie Foster kind of get bored with how monotone her character is. Well, yeah, I'm interested about this. That's my only qualm because I personally am loving it. Mm. And I'm not a horror girl, as you well know. And Mm. I was like screaming. I was absolutely here for it. But I do feel like I'm like, Jodes, what's. I'm like, is this a reshoot? Like, what's going on here? Like, there's just some scenes where she's just sort of like, you know? I think she's bored because the character's boring. Well, she's fucked what? She's, the setup is she's a detective. She's fucked everyone in town. Show's called True Detective. She is a detective. Uh, she's and a detective. she doesn't tell the truth. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not just like, I'm just not like super, super loving it. Also, the, the kind of ambiguous supernatural elements in season one of True Detective were scarier for being. <clears throat> so shadowy and murky and and for not completely sort of disclosing or clarifying themselves, even even with the last episode, you know, like that stuff was... Well, also because they seemed plausible. I more, think that's what scared me more. <coughs> Pardon I'm me. like, who the fuck's the Yellow King? Because well, it was actual cause... Well, the Yellow King, that's really cool about True Detective as well. It's like all that Carcosa and Yellow King stuff is from 
um, like, God, what's like around the time of Lovecraft, mm. like with Lovecraft's sort of Cthulhu mythology that, you know, arrives in his short stories as if those histories already existed. The Yellow King stories are the same. Can't remember the name of his writer, but they're, they're almost like a mirror of Lovecraft's Cthulhu mythologies. And it was so exciting and cool to see a, a cosmic horror show with very Lovecraftian overtones sort of be about the Yellow King and Carcosa rather than Cthulhu and the Mountains of Madness. Loves it. Yeah, so that's pre-existing, or that Yellow King yeah. um, and Carcosa I, stuff. A, I think actually if you want to imbue a show with mythos, it has, you can't just be making the mythos up, right? You have well, to, if you love craft and you are making it up, but you, you no, take but, textual steps to allude to it being a part of a canon that already exists and has existed for eons. No, but, but, the, he, no, but I'm saying <clears> as, a te, like as a television series, you have to draw that mythos from something way deeper and more grounded, which I think a specifically fantasy writer is completely able to do. That's their job. But I think you, you can't... Just, I think it's very hard to build a television show mm. with a full mythology inbuilt from scratch that is only in that television show. It's definitely possible, but um, it's difficult though. Yeah, like yeah. what? Like what other example? I can't think of a single example of like a show that has like a, a very unique world and yeah, has built it, it and from has scratch. Like, and you can and you can like feel the mythology inside it. Oh dear! I mean, I love Twin Peaks, obviously, but that's you know it refuses to wrap wrap itself up wrap itself up or clarify itself so it ends up being a world that is built on a, a mystery for the sake of mystery 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 for the sake of mystery which i love and i wouldn't i would not say lost because it tries to do a similar thing but without it oh being sort of God. commentary on mystery and, and truth <clears throat> and illusion like i would argue twin peaks is about lost is literally just like the writer started and didn't know where they were taking it and I would say Lost Interest by season five. <laughs> oh, I would say season, season three. Season three? Season yeah. three, babe. Yeah. I dropped the fuck off. I was like, see ya. Yeah, and also, And purposely remember nothing about it. All I know is that it's, that all I remember is that initial episode and then I can't remember anything else about it. Oh, it was so exciting that first season. God, it was a real cultural moment. And then a real letdown. Well, they got lost and they stayed lost. They got lost and they stayed lost. <laughs> yes, yes. Two biggest letdowns of the decade, 9-11 and Lost. You know, uh-huh. really, really just a by both of them. <laughs> really both. And neither of them came to anything. And both changed the world in bad ways. <laughs> I know, I saw this tweet the other day that was like um, this scene from The Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, where they, the, one of the parents goes and collects one of the twins like directly from the plane mm. and then someone being like Gen Z will never understand airports before 9-11 but actually getting on a plane before 9-11 was very different I did not get on a plane before 9-11 it was different you just have to take my word for it because the party factor slaying <laughs> slaying and then the seagulls attacking your mum whenever she tried to walk around on a rahi yeah poverty and you know Birds, malignant um, birds. Yeah, yeah. Hostilities crossing the species line, yeah. you know. Like, you know who commits class violence? Seagulls. Seagulls. <laughs> Seagulls, yeah. I believe that. Coastal birds. Oh, uh, cunts. Yeah, yucky. Seagulls, white-collar cunts. White-collar cunts. White-collar cunts. <laughs> you heard it here white-collared, first. White-collared, red-billed pieces of shit. <laughs> Real pieces of shit. We're <laughs> <laughs> just sort of telepathically communicating with Luxon as we speak, you know, like. Oh, my God. What? Prime, I really Prime. Oh, my God. And then Luxon's seven million dollar house just <laughs> flattens him from the sky. <laughs> Dare to dream. And it's just as RM Williams poking out. <laughs> I read something recently again on Twitter. Don't know how legit this is, but by all means, spread it. Um, spread it. That Luxon recently said on RNZ. So quoting RNZ, I don't know what the, the interview article was, blah blah blah. But it was something that he'd said through RNZ that he had knowingly made a compromise about the white honey shit with old Seymour. 
because he didn't want to go through another election. So he knew that this would cost him being re-elected, but he was so desperate to be Prime Minister this time around, he just did it. <sighs> what a fat cunt. The fucking stupid asshole. Yeah, fucking rat cunt piece of shit, man. Rat cunt. Rat cunt piece of shit. Rat cunt. <sighs> yeah. It's so it's just humiliating actually. Yeah. You can smell you can see you're like I, not that this excuses nationals behavior at all but you can kind of see they're like like just going along with Seymour's fucking nonsense. They're all, just, they're all just in it for the careers. None of them have any vision. They don't you know, they have no idea what normal New Zealanders whatever those whatever that looks like or whatever mm. that is. They have no idea what like no, what normal New Zealand normal middle New Zealand is or wants to be or where it should even go. Like they just they all just want to get paid so they can retire prematurely. Yeah, to their one of their seven houses. Yeah, and then, you know, we voted them in. Yeah. We fucking voted them in. So as far as I'm concerned, whatever happens in the next three years, you deserve it, cunts. You know If you voted national <laughs> you If you voted national You are excluded From this podcast Here it is Here's what you wanted You know <laughs> it's, it's We're gonna have Three years of Complete dire fuckery And Enjoy it Enjoy it Fucking enjoy <laughs> Revel it. in it yeah. Revelry Mate Dissemble your house Brick by scorched brick You know Maybe you'll maybe you'll make a slightly more informed decision come next election. Come next election. I was just, just to, obviously I'm not like 110 percent like team Jacinda or anything, but to think back to when we had a at this point an eloquent or I know. you know or a fucking even a, a literate leader. Yeah. You know, like for two terms, who I would argue faced God insane dire, amounts more dire consequences yeah. than, than any recent prime minister that I can fucking think of. Yeah, completely. You know, and and here's this bald cunt not enduring or making informed decisions in and around a crisis, but inducing one. You know, yeah. with, with this articles of the treaty thing. You know, and what's even more galling is that they've just sown all this dissent and caused all this rancor without there even necessarily being a bill. They're just throwing out all this incendiary rhetoric about needing to change the treaty. Oh, what brown people are running them up and they can do as they please. We can't have that. Like, what are you? saying cunt and what are you well no it's not what are you saying it's what are you actually doing yeah th- <laughs> what are you actually that's doing the thing. there's no actual bill they're just you know they they haven't written a bill yet it's, it's just completely embarrassing it's, it's a, so embarrassing it's a full scale farce oh god my other my other favorite tweet of the my other favorite tweet of the week we're talking about tweets of the week a lot actually today mm. is the picture of Miley Cyrus obviously she's got a new do it's brown it's swept up and she debuted at the at the Grammys which she did win for Flowers and mm. someone just commented it's this picture of her someone just commented underneath being like that's Jacinda Ardern what because <laughs> obviously Miley's had her buckles out so she just her face is like completely emaciated and she's got this like big bouffant of brown hair and I tell you what she does look she does look exactly like Jacinda Ardern oh, I didn't even clock that in Ray-Bans yeah I did not clock that well she She's done too much. She's done too much to the face, old Miley. She's had it sucked out and there's she not much left. She's had it sucked out. <laughs> she's had it all sucked out. <laughs> and I love Miley Cyrus, actually. I was go re- to the doctor like, well, what will it be today? Oh, I just want to get rid of these pesky jawlines. Yeah, really pesky. If you could just get rid of everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just take it all out. Yeah. <laughs> just take it all out. Could you please liberate me from my mortal coil? I want to be an abstraction. Thank I you. actually think Bangers is a really good album and yeah, I so really like it. It was definitely a moment. Like, I have a lot of nostalgia. For, for that album you know it really just if i listen back to it now it's such a time and a place not necessarily a good time or a place but but it exists yeah i think that we treated miley like n- not great oh i think she's rich and she'll be right like fucking hell <laughs> i couldn't give a fuck like, you know <laughs> fucking hell whatever <laughs> oh my god let me dissect pop culture for just a I'll moment give myself flowers i'll shove them at your ass can't i couldn't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what are you doing? You know, like, how are you contributing? <laughs> you can your face sucked out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Gaza, Miley? Oh, please. Oh, please. Yeah, please. As if they can even speak freely to that. They can't actually. They can't. It, the censorship is unbelievable. the American pieces of shit. The censorship is unbelievable. Like, <sighs> even for Annie Lennox to stand up at the Grammys and be like, free Palestine. Uh, the the backlash was just she had to post like a big fucking explainer on her socials what? genocide I'm not into it was it was that it was that she all just, it should have been no the, literally she was just like hello she was like it ain't great and it's got to stop and I don't know why I'm getting all these Zionists up my fucking clacker get out <laughs> I know it's so repugnantly dystopian and now here we are sort of imitating like you know an American um, polity you know in terms of uh, Oh yeah, what and a couple of old white guys cre- creating dissent through some oh, well, well placed speaking je- utter yeah. nonsense, yeah, like complete and utter fucking nonsense, like illiterate, illiterate, illiterate. <laughs> no, no, you can't do that again. <laughs> fucking mongoloids, honestly, a country's being run by goddamn mongoloids. It's really embarrassing. Yeah, it's really fucking embarrassing. Um, but yes, Miley's quiff. <laughs> Yes, Smiley's fresh do. <laughs> fresh do. But Miley does have a fresh do. <laughs> She's got a fresh do. <laughs> Bless. You know what? Miley's brunette now. Spread it. Tell everyone. <laughs> oh my God. And and you know what? She won a gra- she won a Grammy and she's given herself flowers. I, I cannot believe how like. You know, all, the, all those American celebrities, like, who should definitely be speaking out against what Israel's doing to Palestine, they are just so utterly, completely censored, like, you know, and because for them to to speak freely would be career suicide, like, what's it worth then, you know? I know. What's it worth? Well, You're held hostage by oh. whoever. This buckle of fuckwits. I don't know. Buckle of fuckwits. Buckle of fuckwits. It's giving, um, it's like full McCarthyism, to be honest. Yeah, completely. Censorship, blacklist. Black mirrors. Black mirrors. The mirrors need a full wash. Oh, where's that chub rub? <laughs> where's that fucking chub rub? I need my chub rub. I'm chafed. <laughs> I'm chafed. <laughs> I'm chafed. And the mirror is filthy. <laughs> I need the chub rub. I know. We're very politically chafed today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We need rash. Some... Heat rash? No, political. Yeah, political Yeah, rash. political. Maybe better be bugs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Tis the season. Do you have bed bugs in my mattress? No. Well, it's your mattress now, actually. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't bed bugs because I haven't been entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've had zero traffic I by choice. Not, it's summer. Do not touch me. Do yeah. not fucking touch me. I have not entertained. Don't even look at me for too long. I can feel the friction of your eyeballs, and it's making me sweat. Although I did something. Not you personally, but you know. <laughs> I did something yesterday. I went on. Um, I am a member of the app Raya. <laughs> What's Raya? It's like Tinder for famous people. <gasps> fucking hell! I know it's Rapagio, but it's also so fascinating. Oh. Fucking my god! And it's really hard to—it's really hard to get a Raya profile. You have to be approved. Oh, so it's even more desperate that you have one. Okay. <laughs> no, no. It's like you have to—they have to accept you. Or you have to be invited. It's full on. You can't. Not not everyone can just sign up to it. It's how they keep the plebs out. Oh my god! But it is fascinating. Who's how, on it? There's definitely famous people on there. Like who? I who saw, have you seen? I saw last night this. Um, this quite famous UK comedian and 
I I screenshotted it and then I got this message because you're not allowed to screenshot. I'm hearing it's D-listers with inflated egos. No, this is not a D-lister. This is an Emmy Award winning, um, like UK comedian who's in a show. Who is it? He's just gonna have to take my word for it that he's famous. He is. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, But I was I was absolutely beside myself. Just screenshotted it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. So somebody invited you to even, be on Raya. We didn't even match. Who invited you to be on Raya? I got on Raya when I was in New York. So it was, I think. Was it Harvey? Maybe it was Miss Thistle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre. That's so fucking bizarre. No, I think I got on Raya because I one time went to this bar in the East Village and then I sat next to this Irish man who was a member at Soho House, which is mm. also wanky in it of itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we just ended up sort of weirdly having dinner together because we were just next to each other at the bar. Oh, yeah. And then he gave me his number and then next minute I was on Raya. The concept of Raya is making me want to kill myself. Yeah. It's it's not not good. No. And the other worst thing about it is that there's so many fucking Australian like D-listers oh, D-listers No, if, if, if fucking if. This is what I'm imagining it's like, you know, it's a bunch of like, you know, self-possessed fringe city socialites you know, like and doesn't speak to their status so much as their aspirations for status. It is a lot of that. But yeah. I will say that in general, the calibre is a lot hotter than on your sort of other apps, you know. Or New Zealand. Or potatoes here. Yeah. Mongoloid potatoes, honestly. Potato salad. Potato salad. <laughs> it's potato, potato salad. salad. <laughs> it's potato salad at the summer barbecue. Yeah. With mayo, no seasoning. <laughs> and not best foods like Eater or something disgusting like that. You know that sweet one? When, oh. when, when mayonnaise uses that kiwi mayo and it's sweet and it fucking shouldn't be it's so disgusting no don't speak why do we even sick. make that <laughs> why do we even make that do you know what it befuddles me every year that the New Zealand comedy festival was sponsored by best foods mayo oh it's hilarious I mean I love best foods mayo I think it's my favourite mayo is a best foods and then Kewpie oh I love Kewpie yeah Kewpie's delicious but best foods is number one for me and then Kewpie's number two because sometimes I don't want that weird sushi adjacent umami I understand that completely. It's really good with chips that have been dusted oh, in chicken salt. Oh, I want hot chips. Hot chips and chicken salt with kewpie mayo. That is, that's a winner. Oh. It's a winner. Can we go and get some after this? I'm, I can't eat before the gym. I'll shit myself in the treadmill. You will. Mm, I will. And I don't I'll want... loosen my bowels. Because you know what? Two days ago, I had fried bread and I have been passing liquids for the last 48 hours. And it's been really, I actually feel quite weak right now. Oh. You look physically strong. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's really nice. It's really, really nice. You look physically strong. Thank you. And I've definitely stopped sweating now. It was definitely the five coffees. It was the fifth coffee. It hit really differently. This but is, I do want another one after we leave here. This is the third coffee, and when and we will be leaving here, and we will be going, and I will be getting a green tea. A green tea. Well, Which more caffeine. caffeine. More yeah. caffeine than a coffee. Well, maybe I'll get a peppermint tea. I'm sure. <laughs> Delish. It's really nice. I'll be getting another coffee. <laughs> Pardon me. What else is there to talk about? Everything sucks. <laughs> Oh my god, I know Everything's it, some fucking bullshit, honestly The only thing that's making me happy at the moment is running You are being so negative today Oh, you can take your toxic positivity And you can shove it right up your ass, Miley First of all, my toxic positivity It doesn't exist, it's not toxic Oh my god, fuck up, cunt <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up, cunt <laughs> um, Everything is garbage, but it's all good It's always garbage, it's never not been garbage, you know No There's nothing unique about this hot minute of garbage Unique New York. Unique garbage. Unique garbage. I don't know. Luxon's bald head's pretty novel. But, you know, it's like an aesthetic detail. I'm trying to think about... Oh, I went to the casino the other, the other trying day. Trying to raise some funds for your, for your, for your show. Do you know what? I actually had that thought. I was like... <laughs> 
I was like, oh my God, if I won the jackpot, I'm good to go. And I was like, that's how the pokies get you. That is how they get you. I know I can't even casually do... Pokies. Yeah, because, you know... Once you pop, you can you stop? Well, a lot, there's a lot of problem, problem gambling and addiction and things in my family, my extended family, you know, like... It's not something that yeah. I, ever, I ever dally with. Uh, even when I would do scratchies, my mum would be like, Sam, that's threshold gambling. She's honestly right. Yeah, she's, she's, <laughs> she's right. fucking right. Yeah. But the scratchies... You used to be able to win with scratchies, though. I remember you me did. and Bridget used to go down and yeah. be like, oh, we want to go to the movies, but we want snacks. So we'd go get a couple of scratchies. In 20 minutes, we'd have, you know, 50 bucks. That's your movie's sus. Yeah, I know. You I- used to just be able to do that. You can't do that now. Well, I won like 90 bucks off the bat on the pokies, obviously... Lost it all. <laughs> and then I was like, to be fair, I only spent I only spent fifteen dollars of my own money. I went to a casino and then wins. <laughs> and then and then Auntie wins. And then Auntie wins. Auntie wins. <laughs> but it is sad. Do you know what's even worse is that at the casino they've got little smoking area outside and then mm. they've fucking got pokies in the smoking area. <laughs> so you just sit there, just and they also have to change the carpets every three months because people just sit there and piss themselves. Yeah, they have the ambulance bay at the back for the addicts who just are at the machines for up to 72 straight hours. They were wearing sometimes nappies so they can just piss and shit standing. They yeah. eventually obviously pass out from malnutrition or whatever and then they just get loaded into the ambo at the back. And then... Yeah. Oh, I, I think... I feel like... I can't remember if this is on a TV show or a movie, but there was once... A dream, a hallucination. It was... A Midsummer Night's Dream, <laughs> where um, it was like a, a sort of drug cartel, and they were um, cleaning money, and so they would just get all these people to s- s- like feed it all into the slots because they owned the casino or some mm. shit, um, and they would just have to sit there in nappies for again seventy two hours oh and my just God. it's coin after coin after coin. That's crazy. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. Have you seen the Casino? Martin Scorsese's Casino. It's got Sharon Stone in it. No. Oh, it's fabulous. I mean, people think it's like a lesser Scorsese, but I think it's great. I actually, I love Sharon Stone. Yeah, me too. She's Obviously, fabulous. the little pussy flash. Speaking of, oh, basic speaking instinct. of Minge. Yeah. Speaking of Minge. Speaking of, speaking of old mutt. <laughs> speaking of old mutt. Oh my God, that was not old mutt in that No, it was fresh mutt. It was fresh. Mutt. Yeah. It was fresh. Nub- infantile, nubile mutt. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called when they... When be the, you, be new, be mutt. Be mutt. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing where they where they all come where the things are fresh off the finish that sentence boat. Right? No, <laughs> fresh off the boat. No, they're are like you about to take a very produ- strong stance on immigration. Is that what you're doing? No, oh, fresh off the production line. That's, oh, yeah, what, sure. that's what I want to say. <laughs> fresh off the boat. <laughs> Not fresh off the boat. Oh, and and now we got to do dawn raids. <laughs> now we got to do dawn raids. We've already done. We've already done fucking oh Gaza, Palestine, Christopher Luxon, David Seymour, all the treaty shit. And what's our bottom line of dorm raids? They weren't good. <laughs> they weren't good. Not all G. <laughs> dawn raids. Not all G. Not all G. Um, and sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, well, that which brings us back to Jacinda. Like she did had, had that whole like ceremonial apology. Um, Which is because of the dorm rates. Step in the right direction. Absolutely. And and also more than the current government. You won't catch that bald cunt doing the same thing or anything even adjacent, you know? I think Chris Luxon's problem is that he's just weak. He's a fat bald cunt. I fucking hate the cunt. He's weak. He's a weak piece of shit. Yeah. Are you telling me he's he's getting bullied bullied by David Seymour? He's like, he's our fucking Shapiro, but, you know, with (laughs) fetal alcohol syndrome, you know? Oh, God. And that little midget cunt is bullying. Luxon. Well, the thing, 
the the picture that cracked me up is like so what Samuel and I are also referring to for international listeners is in New Zealand it was Waitangi Day, which is the anniversary of the Treaty of Waitangi. That our Indigenous sign with the crown. That um, There's two different versions of it. One's mm. in Te Reo Māori and one's in English and they're not direct translations. No, bit of a swindle there, bit of a swindle. Bit of a swindle. Of a swindle. And so the crown, is, the white people were saying, the white people in power at the moment are saying sovereignty was completely ceded, but actually in the original proper Tetariti document, it, it's a like we agreed to, co-live on this land together that's mm. the that's a very broad generalization of the vibes anyway waitangi day is a commemoration lots of the whole whole of government basically goes to waitangi which is an actual place in new zealand and there's apparently, like, i've never been but apparently the day is so super fun it looks fucking yeah. amazing like hangi and stuff yeah hangi and then like full haka pōwhiri onto the marae mm. anyway so they do this pōwhiri is like a welcome and they welcome all the ministers on and that they I love that it's you breaking this down and not me. Well you're welcome to chime in at any no, time. And then they lay down a, something called a wero, which is like a symbolic challenge. It's like we welcome you into the space and 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 here's a challenge to meet us kind of we it's like a meeting of it's a formalized meeting. Um, and so David Seymour's leaning down to pick up the wero, which is like a I think it's a leaf or something. I don't know. Or or a precious tonga, who's to say. Anyway, he's leaning his book down and the way that he leans down to pick it up is so fucking embarrassing. Man the man's just bloody squatting on the pie. It is so humiliating. And then all these people have just photoshopped David Seymour squatting with little poos. <laughs> it's the most it's so immature, but God it made me laugh. We'd expect nothing less from the internet, you know. Oh, yeah. so the internet's trash, but also crack up. It was being crack up the other day. Why did I find so funny? Oh, that um that clip from Scary Movie. Where that teacher's like, shut the fuck up, and pushes that student down, but it's like, some, it's like some doing his, his little Waitangi Day speech, which is a complete recycle of last year's speech. Word Lazy. Illiterate. 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 We illiterate. have a, an illiterate Prime Minister. Thanks, New Zealand. Fuck all of you, honestly. Illiterati. Get fucked all of you. Illiterati. Ill- illiterati? Yeah, that's New Zealand in a nutshell. It's, the illiterati. It's the illiterati. The illiterati. Melbourne, I hope that you're literate because I'm coming for you. <laughs> Turns oh. it into a show plug. I'm coming yeah. for you. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah, here's the date and time at the bottom of the screen if you can read it. <laughs> Catch me if you can, if you can read a map. <laughs> Good luck. I know, and like, you know. Obviously, literacy has been on a very slippery downward gradient over the last few years, and COVID yeah. hasn't helped. The lockdowns haven't helped. Fuck me, Jen Alpha is going to be dumb as a stump, dumb <laughs> as a fucking stump. There's no. I love my nephew, but there's no fucking hope for him, and all his kind, and, and his ilk, <laughs> and his ilk, <laughs> and his cast, yeah, and his cast, <laughs> his cast, his cast, his cast, oh, dumb as fucking stumps, honestly. Oh. Great. Oh, not good. No, is that time? Uh, almost. almost. Speaking of um, speak- <laughs> speaking of stumps. <laughs> speaking of stumps, what are your favourite? <laughs> what is what's my favourite stump? Every time I think of stumps, I think of um, obviously tree. Second response. I'm going to say Special Olympics or something. No, well, I was no. going to say in Titus Andronicus, one of my favourite Shakespeare's, oh, yeah. when Lavinia gets her, she gets um, stumped, brutally sexually assaulted <laughs> by um, two characters, oh, no, and stumped. then they also chop her tongue out and then chop off her hands and then they put. Little twigs inside her stump in the stumps. Yeah, that's hickers. It's really hickers. It's hickers. It's really hickers. And that's why Shakespeare shouldn't be taught in schools. Because <laughs> that's hackers. Are we even? Do we even teach Shakespeare in school? Yeah, there was a big movement against it, and to be honest, I understand why, but I just think it's 
Oh, it's. I think Shakespeare should be taught in schools, but I, I'm not even a fan of the kind of reckon he should be taught in schools. Oh, completely. Yeah. But I also I don't think he should be the only thing that's taught in schools. No, I think, certainly not. I think the I think overall, in terms of like literacy and 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 I would include plays in this mm. and theatre. I think the range of education needs to be broad. Mm. But reading and maths, you guys said our dumb fuck government yeah. oh. as if they know anything about what it, what it looks and feels like to be in a classroom. And also, who even cares about maths? I don't. I oh, honestly it's, think it's pretty important. It's pretty important. Pe- <laughs> it's people pretty have important. calculators. It, no, it, maths is, is fairly important. You know, we need engineers now more than ever. Like we, you know, we're sort of facing looking down the barrel of a climate crisis. But you know, bioengineering. Where are the bioengineers? You're going to need fucking maths for that. You know, maths and, and science, etc. Okay, consider me told. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, I, I think English is incredibly important, but maths, yeah. maths is just, I'm just important. I was like, maths, who needs it? As we, we've just acquired technology, essentially, in the last hundred years, like in a significant way. We're now more than ever, we need our engineers and really visionary engineers and maths. And I'm saying this as somebody who's not mathematically minded at all, but I can see the absolute necessity of, of maths and engineering. Uh, look. It's a care car, New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> And on that note, yeah. <laughs> I've been Johanna Cosgrove. And I've been Sam Chicardi. And you've, you've been, been listening, listening to Rats in the Gutter. Rats. 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 Rats.